All right, Pat, and welcome to... Fifth episode of uh, It's Our Year podcast, and uh, we were just saying, weren't we, Craig? Very hot on the heels of the last one, isn't it, this? Taking it serious. We are taking it serious. Back on Wednesday night. Indeed, yes, we've got the schedule back, and uh, I hope the people in the United Arab Emirates and uh, the Swedes are listening again. I assume they will have enjoyed the uh, the references to Fash FC. They've always been tuning into Bravo, won't they? Um, so tonight, uh, we'll be discussing, Craig will enjoy this one, the Massive being back on track. Good Absol- win last night, Craig. A- absolutely. Uh, watched the game uh, last night, I didn't go, I wasn't uh, one of the... Uh, 3,500 fans travelling up there uh, to Wigan on a Tuesday cold night. But yeah, a great win. I didn't even realise... But Kenwin uh, wasn't there. No, Kenwin wasn't there. I didn't even realise that uh, Wigan was top of the league. Mm, uh, Quite the humbling. So uh, yeah, it's uh, wide open. Uh, Really good result. And uh, hopefully we can follow that up on uh, Saturday against Oxford. No, no, this is the intro, Craig. And typically you want to blast through that to get through the conversation. Just want to mention one thing. See what you think about this, right? Wednesday... Drop Baz Bannon, get a victory. What do you think about that? Yeah, a lot of people say when Bannon does play, we play through him. Uh, Too much onus on him, do you think? But for me, uh, it's got to be in there, and he? He's one of our best players. If Apparently is, not. He's our just best player. Just beat top of the league, mate. But he just shows strength and depth, uh, and it was a strong bench. But who came in? Ooh, for so, last night. For Baz Bannon. Oh, Big Pato. It was Pato who came yeah, in? Pato came in, yeah, did a good job. Oh, very good. Did he get a goal? Got a goal, yeah. Oh, off, off the mark. Oh, first goal of the season? Mm. Oh, you thought he'd tear it up, didn't you? Um, so, there's going to be a little bit more shit football TV show discussion. People seem to enjoy that, marginally. Um, so, we've got a bit of an update on Fash FC. Uh, then Nickelodeon's Renford Rejects, where the uh, the theme tune was Australia by the, uh, the Manic Street Preachers. No link at all to that, was there? Uh, then... Had a quick gander at Michael Owen's Hero to Zero, which was a BBC uh, sitcom that was, uh, I think... Was that when he scored the goal against the 13-year-old goalkeeper? That was a separate thing. But basically, in both shows, he shows disdain for youngsters, essentially. He crushes dreams that that. I think it's just being a professional footballer. Mm, Or or a very bland man. but he's acting in Hero to Zero, having watched a little bit, very much on par with his Dubai tourist board acting. Hang on a minute, is that Sam Torrance, the Ryder Cup captain? Oh, better watch out, guys, he's hitting the ball. Duck, you think it looks small? It's not, it's massive. Uh, then we're going to talk about chants, some of our favourite chants, okay? Um, don't get many interesting ones at the King Power. Nice you've got, these you've got days. clappers, though. You've got the clappers. Exactly. Any humour, any passion drowned out by the clappers, isn't it? So, in the words of uh, Republica, great 90s band, weren't they? And I'm going to look Craig right in the, right in the eye when I say this. And I've never been scared of holding a man's gaze. Baby, I'm ready to go. And then he'll say, I'm not. I need a pool. So initially, in regards to the shit football TV shows, going to return very briefly uh, to Fash FC, the Fash Football Challenge that was on uh, was on Bravo. So it brought in, a lot of good memories for people, didn't it? Uh, apparently so. I mean, I, more just Bravo as a channel, I think, because uh, it was uh, it was often very enjoyable. It was around a, at that eleven o'clock. Blast from the past, and and we're glad people enjoyed it. 
Oh, good. Thank you for noting the nostalgia, Craigo. Now, uh, that first episode was spent, yeah, trying to recruit the people that Fash referred to as milkmen. Okay. Now, a couple of bits that we missed out discussing were during the interrogation stage, everybody brought in for an interview. Um, one of the questions asked by, and I think they, they were Bravo TV producers, were, first question was, what's your relationship like with your ex-wife? Um, yeah, it's all right. Cut straight after that, which naturally was completely relevant to his milkman footballing abilities. Um, when they'd finally decided on the 16, uh, which did involve a 55-year-old, by the way, um, they were presented to Fash um, by two, as Partridge would say, two page three stunners. One of them being Lalani. There's a nice bit of nostalgia Have you for seen, you. sorry to interrupt, oh, have you sorry, seen how much Partridge is charging for his tour? Yeah, I've bought tickets to it. Do you, yeah. want to, do you want to tell the listeners how much you've paid for them? I might very well have paid uh, over 50 quid to see Partridge. Unbelievable. Last Unbelievable. time he did it as well, he uh, Coogan forgot his lines and was heckled off stage. And that's why it's worth the money. Yep, of course it is. So, assisted by these page three, uh, as Partridge would say, stunners, uh, up to Fashionu, John said to the players, were the ladies okay for you? Which I don't know what, why they wouldn't have been and what critique they would have given. But he asked one of them, because clearly he's panic-stricken for any form of conversation, uh, what player would you compare yourself to then? You, you know, your playing style, what would you say? Oh, I'd probably say I were a bit like Giggsy. Oh, Giggsy, right, OK. To which Fashionu then lifts up his suited trousers a leg, rags it up to reveal a sc- scar, um, to which Fashionu says... That bastard ended my career. So, you know. Um, Ryan, not great for football players, not great for brothers either, is he, old Ryan? But I'm a big fan of uh, the Paddy Power uh, advert with Giggs' brother in there. It's a great oh, advert. I can recall that. Did, did that make reference to does, what Ryan yeah. had been up to? He's saying, just, just forgive. Just forgive people, basically. <laughs> He's fine. So you might as well venture your, your brother's wife. Um, there was lots of discussion um, about Jason from Cardiff's wife in the show. What, uh, Jason she, Kumas? No, not bloody Jason. Jason Kumas didn't fall to the level in his career after Tramir that he ended up having to go on Fash FC. No, it was just somebody called Jason. Wednesday always tried from to, Cardiff. Wednesday try, always tried to get Kumas. It was kept very much like of a Ben Marshall. Ill, trying to get him through on the treatment to, uh, not the treatment table, uh, getting a medical. But anyway, well, why was he same as Marshall? I don't know. Oh, but okay. It was just one of those trying to get him. Well, not over the wall like uh, Ben Marshall did on the Leicester City training camp. But anyway, yeah, lots of discussion of Jason from Cardiff's wife, and basically the rest of the team wanted Jason from Cardiff to be picked, so they could look at his wife, who would often. Giggsy t- were there. Are you going to say? <laughs> yeah, Ryan would have bloody loved it. Now. Sorry, Fash. Giggsy may have ruined your footballing career, but, yeah, he also ruined Jason's marriage. Little shit. Um, Fash also, he, he was very keen to observe the dynamics of his team. So, basically, he took them to this nightclub with the page three girls or whatever, uh, incorporating that little bit. They can't that do that bit. anymore, can they? they can, you, it, what's it like today where you can't do that type of thing? You know, it's 2021, where you can't set up a team, go to a strip club... Uh, and be brought through by two page three lasses. What is the world 
come into it. It's how every club should start. But Fashner wanted to get a look at how the, how the teammates were sort of bonding and all these type of things. So he said, I don't want them to see them looking at me. I don't want to see uh, them notice that I'm here. I basically want to find out who are the showboaters, who are the extroverts, the introverts. You're a bit of a player, Tom Fash, weren't you? He weren't, he, weren't, he weren't spying at the page theatres, he was spying at his team. But the thing was, he said all this, right? He was spying on them while stood on a box in the room that they were. Sounds like Bielsa. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hiding in plain sight. Might as well have had the old binox out. And then, at the end of the episode of Fash FC, um, there's numerous shots of the players attending the Leicester Square premiere of Bad Boys. So there you what, see... the first one? The first one. So there you see uh, Jason from Cardiff kicking about with Marty Lawrence, saying, I know you don't know who I am right now, but you will do soon. Have you, have you seen the latest Bad Boys film? No, I have not. I'm not seen Bad Boys one or two, but I went to see Bad Boys three with. Was it? Gr- did you feel like you'd, uh, did you did not necessarily know what was happening? I didn't know, but it, I didn't need to. Will Smith. I, I'm I'm shocked, Craig, because uh, I, I, yeah, I, I went with uh, one of the uh, one of our most uh, uh, listen, good listeners, J- John Davis, and uh, yeah, it was great. Okay, anyway, we're digressing on the Bad Boys, but let's go back. Well, let's end on that phenomenal segue. And what even wasn't a critique of Bad Boys 3. Thank you, Craig. So continuing the relatively shitty football TV show, uh, we had quite a few people asking for Renford Rejects, which great was show. a great show, eh, Craig? Or Nickelodeon. 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 1997. So the premise was about a five-a-side football team made up of shit players. Rejects. Exactly. Uh, but there's... A reason for why they were called reject, Craig. Not just because they were wank, there's a little bit more to it, and I'll explain momentarily. So, a group of ship players who've been rejected by their school team, right? Uh, you've seen lots of Adidas poppers and Mitre Ultimax in and around this particular time. I bet you could you? Uh, really uh, relate to this. Do this hit home, isn't it? Very similar to your football um, If there was a team below the Renford rejects, I'd be able to relate to Did it. Did you always get picked last? Uh, sometimes not picked at all. Whereas, what about yourself, Craig? Oh, I, I... Semi-pro, semi-pro. I remember the first. That no? was uh, always uh, Ryan Taylor. Another, he keeps getting mentioned, doesn't he, on this show? Uh, yeah, but... Was he an admin error? No, he wasn't. Uh, he always used to get picked, uh, everything. But yeah, I was maybe three, four, five. That's maybe been quite kind. What about 16th, 17th? Hey! In five aside. So the, there was a, a particularly crappy premise for the name. Um, they initially registered as the Renford Rovers, right? But their arch nemesis, Terry Stoker, from rival side, the Risers, altered the form and wrote over it, didn't he, and put rejects. So the players, right, keeper, right, wore glasses, which, uh, I mean, I don't know if... Did you ever play with glasses, Craig? A bit, no, a contact bit, lenses. Contact lenses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I, when I read about this, it sort of reminded me of... Um, Davids uh, wore glasses, though. Who did? Oh, he wore the goggles. Oh, Edgar Davids. Yeah, yeah, he wore the goggles. Yeah. Um, but uh, it reminded me of, of, of that clip that I know we both enjoy of mm-hmm. when uh, Martin O'Neill was on ITV 
uh, and, and uh, you know, these people around me, they didn't even know that I played football, you know, Cannavaro, I had to inform him, and, you know, incredibly, Adrian, I didn't wear glasses when I was playing football, and, sorry, just put your hands up. It was great, that. Who's won the European Cup? Oh, right, yes, that's right. It was great, that they one, didn't, They actually didn't realise, like, he were in, even in football, or, like, he was just there, wasn't he? It was so... I think they just thought he was just a frail, small man, offering up his opinions, didn't they? Now, this is the, this is the one that you were talking about, the fake Italian, who claimed to be a Serie A striker, Bruno Di Grade, and he'd often sit outside the cafe, right, reading his Gazetta dello Sport, okay? Mamma Mia, did a lot of that, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. Well, he must be genuine if you're doing that type of stuff. When in fact he was called Barry Gride. And he was a brummy being played by a Cockney. What incredible acting talent. It's a bit like Gino De Campo. Um, yeah, did you... He's did from you... Rotherham. Who is? Gino. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Do you also know he went to prison? Yeah, I know. I've for, heard that, For yeah. stealing Paul Young's guitars. And then when he got out of prison, made him a meal as a, as a soddy. Not sure if he gave the guitars back. So... Despite this, this, this was always a very, very peculiar premise in this show. That despite being shit, they were covered by news reporters, and a lot of the time, Jim Rosenthal and Bob Wilson would commentate on the games. You know, there's a bloody five aside. So often they'd reconvene after games in a cafe called Graceland. Um, I don't know necessarily what the Elvis link. Was I don't know if the people would go in there and perish on the toilet or something like that. I don't know. Um, where other than eating lots of chips, um, they'd often sometimes gamble on the stock market in Graceland. Yeah, uh, there were also a series of cracking cameos. I don't know if you remember these, Craigo. Zola was yeah, in it. Zola turned Zola, up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that gave legitimacy to a Bruno de Grandi. Um, the Ian Rush. Harry Redknapp, and my favourite, ex Leicester keeper, Casey Keller. I thought you were going to say Kevin Pressman then. No, the Flying Cheeseburger wasn't there. He was probably in Graceland, caning the chips, wasn't he? Certainly not the uh, bowls of broccoli from Shildon. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have seen that, but Craigie did sort of like, oh yeah, it were good for us, and started waving his little head about. Um, I didn't use. Casey Keller was alright. I didn't use to like the fact that he used to chew gum when he was. Uh, in the net. I didn't like that. It suggested a lack of focus. Too bothered with his other bubba, as opposed to saving penalties. It's just for big salmon it, chewing gum. Um, I, no, I fucking hated him doing it. He's gob open. And as we know, he couldn't actually put a, a mask on. Well, no. Why should I have to? Big breaks of tea. Ugh, can't be doing with him. But anyway, other cameos included, one time, group of pensioners turned up, who claimed to have taken on some, the old boys version of the Renford Rejects, turned out to be the 1966 World Cup winning team, Craig. They came. Rejects didn't have a clue who they were, just thought they were a load of smelly old gits who turned up. Now, um, also, there was another cameo, Craig. He might have been a young lad at the time. And this is potentially why I didn't watch this show. Michael Owen. No. Steve McManaman. No. James Corden. I knew, I knew Renford Rejects were shit, if he's in it. It also had another one, Craig, get ready, get ready for this, Jeffrey from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. No. He was, he was in it. All right? I don't know if he was uh, doing the cleaning in Graceland, 
Um, now, Holly Davidson, she was the she was the best player in it. She she starred as Robin Walker. Okay, now she really enjoyed being on the show, Craig. Now this is this is marvelous nineties reference. You tell me, why do you think she enjoyed being on this show so much? Bit of nineties nostalgia here. Uh, Bennett like Beckham? Uh, no. Why else do you think she enjoyed it? Here, one more, one more guess before, because this is entertaining, isn't it? When people just guess things, but have one more. What do you think she enjoyed around that time in the nineties? I don't. Uh, flares. Flares. Poppers. <laughs> Which she may very well have enjoyed poppers. No, not the poppers, know. not that type of poppers, the Adidas poppers. Oh, the Adidas poppers. Nearly, Craig, she enjoyed the fact that on set she was given lots of sunny delight. I remember it used to turn kids orange, that stuff. Did it? Yeah. Oh, good, I'm he glad that's banned, he, got ba- he got banned in my uh, secondary school. Did it? Yeah. Due were. to that reason? Yeah, we weren't allowed to have sunny day. A bit like Tanya's baby. But unfortunately, you got sat on by a dog. But anyway, um, she felt, this is what was a quote from her, that acting fit her like a glass slipper. Or in fact, a puma king. Now, she might have been a bit optimistic with that quote because she ended up in the bill and casualty. And I'm, I'm assuming you've been in the bill and casualty at some point, haven't you, Craig? I'm not, actually, no. Oh, okay. Well, well, Good boy, me. Everybody else has. Good boy. <laughs> Dear. Now, also, might have talked herself up there, and I don't know whether she got sunny, sunny delight at Stamford Bridge, but she was disloyal, right? Because she left the Renford Rejects to join Chelsea Ladies. Step up. Mm, I don't know. I don't think she got sunny Dior poppers. And to be fair, it depends if John Terry was there. Um, and then finally on the Renford Rejects, the manager of the Risers... Bezel Stoker, right, argued rather poorly in a grammatical sense that girls wasn't made to play football. But apparently they were, because she were good, weren't she? She got picked up by the Chelsea ladies. Did the lad with glasses get picked up? No, because he was white. To complete our little roundup on um, either 90s or turn of the millennia shit football shows, uh, we come to Hero to Zero, which was made uh, in the year 2000, put on the BBC or CBBC, that starred, starred Michael Owen. Now, I watched a little bit of it. Quite an interesting opening. Um, lots of warm brass on the intro. And um, Michael Owen not being able to provide... Now, this really does scream volumes about his acting ability. Not being able to provide a convincing thumbs-up. What, just a simple thumbs-up like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've just done it. You've out-acted Michael Owen. A double thumbs-up from Craig. So, twice the actor, seemingly. Now, this is not surprising, necessarily, for a man... Uh, such as Michael Owen, who didn't make a cup of tea until he was 30, and he doesn't watch films. What do you think about that, Craig? He doesn't watch films. That can't be true. No, it, no, it isn't. Why well, can't he? Has he got some form of... He can't sit down? Has he got... Has <laughs> he got ADHD or something like he's that? He's got piles. That's why he can't settle and relax. Um, no, he's, he's just a very peculiarly bland man, isn't he? I think. Um, now... Michael, in the show, takes on magical qualities, all right? He comes alive from a poster. 
and he offers advice to this 10-year-old lad who's an aspiring footballer, Charlie Bryce. Um, I mean, I don't know what the advice is. Don't watch films. They're rubbish. That's where I've gone wrong. I should have had this chat with Michael Owen. With Michael? I could have got... You could, you could have given him advice on how to do a thumbs up. Look very good, that, Craig. May have had a, a couple more games at that super level. What, for Hallam, if Michael had been there? Stop, stop watching films and start passing. All right. So apparently Michael was... Uh, this was taken from an interview. Apparently Michael was full of praise for his young co-star, with whom he is now confirmed mates. Which, I, I didn't like that. No. That they were mates. Are they actual mates? Uh, 20 and a 10-year-old. Um, but in the usual Michael Owen way, though, right, I'd a pop at him. I'd a pop at the kid. He said... Um, because obviously, like you mentioned earlier on, that video where he's just continually twatting the ball past that young, that young lad with Neville Southall. He's thirteen, Michael. He's thirteen. Because he was, he was running off doing full celebration, weren't he? As it, you're taking it serious, though. Well, yeah. Because you've got it, been... though. You've got it, though. Why have you? You've got it. You've got to play to win. In in some sort of skit for some crappy TV show and just crushing the dreams of a ginger thirteen year old. Oh, good, I'm did glad he, you keep did he, I, I wonder if he went to play uh, any level The goalkeeper? Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought he looked like Chesney. Why don't we reach out? We need to reach out. Can we get him on the pod? Is he from the United Arab Emirates? Is he listening? I hope so. But anyway, so not surprising that Michael would be an arse. He said of his co-star, yeah, he seemed really nervous. He couldn't get his lines right. You couldn't get your thumb right, you dick. Fucking unbelievable. So... Charlie, the young lad in the show, he was having a tough time, right? His parents were arguing, gets in trouble at school, a bit wayward he was. But that's when charisma-filled Owen would step out the poster and things would start to improve. So during their scenes, apparently Owen would take the piss out of the young actor. Here's Michael being great again. He'd take the piss out of the young actor for saying wicked all the time. Because apparently that's what he'd say all the way through when they, when they weren't filming. And I bet soon after that, the young lad changed saying wicked all the time to going, you're a little bit of a twat, aren't you, Michael? Hey, Yeah? I might be ten years old, but, you know, I can do, I can do the thumbs, mate. All right? So, and it also starred, get ready for this, Craig, right? Hero to zero. Alan Ford of Snatch fame. Come but him, Bricktop. <laughs> so, so it'd be marvellous when it Why was he on there? I don't know, but I hope he was exactly the same as he was as <laughs> Bricktop. Do you know what nemesis means, Michael? It's a cup of tea for you. But in this case, it's personified by me in horrible camp. Sounds like Bill Sykes. Bill Bullseye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're both Cockneys, Craig. Wonderful link, that. Now, Kaz Lester, who was the producer on the show... He said this, because I've watched the interview, with eyebrows firmly raised, let me tell you, that Michael is as good on the screen as he, has a, as he is on a field. Yeah, he, he, they were pretty much hanging off the top of his forehead. Now, having done a little bit of research into this, um, people were sort of, like you were saying um, in regards to the other show, lots of nostalgia, lots of sentimentality, bit of discussion on a message board, and somebody raised the fact... now. Due to Michael Owen being a poster that came to life, that raised a few issues for him. So basically, 
if you went up to Michael and cut him, if Bricktop cut him, right, would he bleed ink, Craig? What do you think in this metaphysical paradox that we're currently going through? I think for? he's that bland. I don't think he's got any. <laughs> he doesn't even possess blood. <laughs> no. He's, he's not got a circulatory system. What's he got? Just dust. No, he, he, won't, he wouldn't bleed. No. Oh, good. Well, I'm, I'm glad you've shot it down straight away. Now, at the end of one particular episode, right, the young lad, because he's, you know, he's 10, 11 years old, and he, he, he's starting to get a bit of an interest in girls. All right, so he asks Michael for a bit of advice about relationships. Michael got a bit cagey and then said, I assert my right to privacy on this subject. Drink about that, Craig. Ooh. Right to do so? Or, yeah. or again, do you think it's due to the fact that he's made not of blood... An emotion and passion, yeah, he, but he's made of dust. Yeah, he, he just—he doesn't want to give anything away, does he? He's a bit of a, a closed book, should we say? Yeah, a book written by Chris Moyles. I'm going to say. What and her, uh, a prob- toilet book that's covered in and Corden, Corden's probably doing her. Uh... Corden's done the foreword. <laughs> yeah, yes. A book that st- should stay shut, <laughs> absolutely. And as well as getting that. Non-advice, obviously, Michael would give him the football advice because he'd get, he'd get very upset with his father, would Charlie. He'd get very upset with his, child, his father because apparently, no matter what the performance was like, his dad would fuck off at half-time. What do you think about that? No, that's not nice. And uh, <laughs> a, a, an episode or a series where I'm watching, Ted Lasso, very similar to uh, that. Where, uh... It's very similar to Hero to Zero. It's... Just, Please, you can't be saying Ted Lasso as good as Hero to Zero. No, Ted Lasso's got to be up there, one of the best uh, dramas out at the moment, I'd say. Really? Yeah. I love it, it's good. Well, just talk us through it, Craigie. What what happens? So, what could possibly go wrong? American comes over to Eric uh, Like Bob Bradley! Yeah, that's where they've got, obviously got it from. <laughs> AFC Richmond. And literally, Ted Lasso... Wins everybody's hearts, basically. Uh, Why is that? Just one of those managers put an arm around you, tries to make it fun. Good uh, motivator. Very good motivator. But it's got a lot of uh, real-life stories in it. The first episode, I got a bit emotional. Did you really? Yeah, I did, yeah. I got oh, a bit emotional. Sure able to but to what it. I was saying about, the, obviously, the dad going away, there's a, uh, one of their best players uh, called Jamie Tart. He's called... Jamie Tart? Yeah, and they say, Jamie Tart, the, 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 the Jamie Tart. Okay. Well, nice little setup for the uh, the next feature there, Craig. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, his dad's a bit of an arse. Is he? Yeah. But he buggers off at half time, does he? he? Oh, he's never there, really. But uh, does, does Ted appear from a poster? He doesn't appear from a poster, but he, he's really good at making biscuits. Is he? And I'll tell you what, if you did knife him, he would bleed. So, we come to our final segment of the evening, uh, which involves... Uh, Football chants that we're a fan of, and the Wednesday who Craig claimed trendsetters in this regard. Big didn't trendsetters, you? big trendsetters. Catalysts for many clubs yep. to, to nick their songs. Derby's nicked a few in the past. Have they? Yep. We, you name S- any? Samido, they did that one. Uh, obviously, we say. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, it rhymes with certain words, did it? F in bounce. <laughs> and, the, and you're a blade. Uh-huh. We start that one, and they say, if you don't. 
And it's been bound, you're a tree, you're a tree. So they copied us. Don't quite that. work as well as don't, yours. Don't, does work, it? don't work. No, as poor well. from Derby, that. No, no, no wonder they're an admin. Uh, but do you want to talk us through, Craigie, a couple of your favourites that can be heard on the terraces of Hillsborough? Like I said, there's been a, been a few, but in recent years, and I can't believe it, obviously I was one of those Carlos Out Brigade. Yeah, you were. But when I think now, the Carlos Had a Dream chant was up there. It was it was amazing, and I remember so unique singing that song going to Wembley. Mm-hmm. Waste really, wasn't it? It was brilliant. That song, along with Barry Bannon's song, uh, yeah, great time. So I thought I'll play it and uh, go on then, Craig. I'll give the, give the people a feel, a bit of a taste. So this is Carlos had a dream, living the uh, the memories here. Build a football team. This is out to sign him on loan. We've done the back. We're jowing the talk. We're Sheffield Wednesday. We're on the way back. Ooh, 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 ooh. What a song. What a song. What a song. Yeah, and of course, we stole it. You did? Didn't we? For what's, v- your, what's your version then? I'm not singing it, but essentially it goes along with Vichai had a dream. Didn't it? Very reverential. Um, what's another one of your Wednesday faves then, Craigie? It's got to be Wandering Wednesday. And I, and I, Wandering Wednesday. Yeah. And I remember uh, the second year uh, in the playoffs, mm-hmm. again under Carlos, and they were great years then, and I wish <laughs> we could go back. But I went with uh, Marples, uh, another listener to the pod, and in their uh, concourse mm-hmm. bananas bananas and what is the link what is the link and, and nobody knows the mad are they mad but this is wondering wednesday chan and this is why they were wearing bananas oh here we go you got me wondering wednesday you got me wondering wednesday you got me wondering one banana two banana three <laughs> banana four why why the bananas uh. i don't know one banana, two banana, <laughs> three banana, four. What a load of shite. And then there's a, a personal favourite of yours, isn't there, Craig, about um, former ready manager and Leeds manager, and Leeds weren't it? it? Brian McDermott. It's more from when we used to go to Leeds. I, again, I miss that away day. Really good, uh, obviously. I assume you miss a lot of elite away days. I know. Uh, but yeah. Mansfield uh, now, isn't it? So we uh, made a song for him. Uh, Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> I'm going to give us a blast to that yeah, one, Craig. This is uh, for Brian McDermott. Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Humpty We've got it. <laughs> Dumpty. I like and obviously that. The, the numerous songs what we have against Sheffield United, but we have got Sheffield United listeners, so we can't divulge and hammer them too much. We can. No, it's fine. I've got to the bigger man. manner, yeah? Yeah. Right. Okay, so some looked into some other ones that were thoroughly enjoyable. Um this one was by um West Ham fans and it was during the time um from blowing bubbles, that one. Mm, no. Okay. Because that's just like the most famous one and most boring. That, that, that gets me that. If, if there were one, one song mm. 
I would love that at Wednesday. I don't know Fair why. Blowing bubbles. Yeah, just just because you could entertain yourself no, and watch he does, them as they ascend from he your just, mouth. It does something. Does it? Me, yeah. Oh, sorry for questioning your emotions. But no, it was about uh, one of their former central defenders when he, you know, there were certain drug allegations around him, and it's to the tune of a certain Duran Duran song. His name is Rio, and he watches from the stands. It's a nice one, isn't it? That Craigo. For Rio Ferdinand. Yeah, because he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have a wee, would he? Because uh, he knew there was maybe. Something slightly awry. Who knows? Maybe. Um, next one. I like this one. It's from Newcastle fans. It's clean, but it's funny. A bit like a Jerry Seinfeld joke. You know, no filth, but it packs a punch. Not like Jimmy Carlin, no. Oh, no, not, none, none of his rancid potato face filth. But it's about a player called Abib Bay, who was a French right back, who was, I have a good merit, shite, uh, to the tune of Happy Days. All right, so it goes... In the following way, you see, you had yours on pre-recorded. I've got to sing them. Mm. That was good preparation from you, Craig. I'm shitting it a bit because I'm a bit worried I might screw it up. But here we go. Sunday, Monday, happy bay. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy bay. Thursday, Friday, happy bay. Saturday, happy bay. Rocking all week with you. Great. I used to love happy days. That's bringing back good memories. Did it? Good. What about, that, what about, hey, the fans. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What about Habib Bay, though? Do you think he created many happy days? Probably for attackers. Yes. I'd have thought. This one from uh, Fulham. Okay, about... Fulham uh, don't have chance. <laughs> Complete <laughs> disdain. Shut up. No, they did. And it was quite, it was quite a funny one, actually. What, uh, uh, f- especially when they've got the neutral stand. Not they really? Yeah, you can, neutral yeah, stand. You, you can you can be in the Oh dreadful. No, it's like being no. at the rugby, isn't it, no, Craig? You no. need you need that vileness between the fans. So, to the tune of Amore, when you're sad in Rosie and the ball hits your head, that's Zamora. Because of course he uh, I don't know, didn't do that well, did he at Fulham? No. Brighton legend, didn't do so well there. Scored that uh, big off QPR against Derby in the playoff final. Last minute. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't like football though. No. No. A bit like. Sees it a job. Yeah, just sees it a job. A few like that, isn't it? Yeah, there's a few like that, yeah. Including um, uh, Robert Outh, who enjoyed fighting more than football. Mm -hmm. Uh, Got a man new one here, which I think think was done by a few players actually. Uh, A few players, a few sets of fans. But uh, um, mentioning our mate Old Suarez, your teeth are offside. Your teeth are offside, Lewis Suarez. Guess what's coming, Craig? Your teeth are offside. Can't do that anymore, though, can they? Because he's a goober. No, no, it's a VAR. His teeth were onside. No, he can't do it. He, the VAR. He was onside by a molar. There you go. Uh, Chel- now, we mentioned John Terry, didn't we, earlier on? Ooh. Wonderful man that he is. Um, so. Uh, Chelsea, wherever you may be, keep your wife from John Terry. Of course, he weren't very nice to his best friend, supposedly, Wayne Bridge, was he? Oh, no. I remember when he, uh, when Wayne Bridge uh, just refused the handshaking. Too right. Too right, he ignored the handshake, yeah. I mean, there was a certain other shake that John Terry enjoyed, wasn't there? Yeah. Eh? Eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, got one from uh, Aston Villa here. Uh, 
I hate Villa fans. Why? I think they're awful. Why? Just on Twitter. I mean, Twitter's a cesspit, but they're particularly awful on there. Now, this was due to the fact... Bit of a ladies' man, apparently. Oh. Enjo- well, I'm going to tell you in a sec. Enjoyed a certain establishment. Okay, Craig. Gabby. Gabby. You what, sorry? Gabby Obongo. No, it weren't. No, not of talk sport fame. And when's John the fame? Carew, Carew. He likes a lap dance or two. He might even pay for you. John Carew, Carew. I wonder what John Carew thinks of that. I assume he's all right with it. I think Probably not the bit where he says he'd pay for you. For the rest. I remember of it, one time was there was uh, John Carew and Prince William sitting next to each other. I wonder, I wonder <laughs> what, if they... What was, uh, what was the setting? Uh, I don't know if it was uh, Spearmint Ryan. It was a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, potentially, yeah. So in Old Willie, we were out for one. Um, Liverpool, Craig, got a Liverpool one here. Don't blame it on the bis, Jan. Don't blame it on the ha, man. Don't blame it on the Fainan. Blame it on Traore. He just can't, he just can't, he just can't control his feet. He just can't, he just can't, you know, because he was shit. Oh, Despite poor Biscan. No, not poor Biscan, poor Traore was saying don't blame it on ego. He didn't do anything wrong. I was, there Jimmy de- I was there for his debut. Were you? Torre, Hillsborough, when, yeah, yes, John, when we were back in the Premier League. Remember the free free, and guess, guess who got? An hat trick. Traore? No, Michael Owen. Oh, did he? <laughs> yes. Hero to zero. Yeah. It was uh, when Gerard Houllier uh, did triple, I think it was a uh, triple signing. It was Cissé, Teore, or Latalico. Oh, Latalico. Or Pongal. Yeah, it was that era. But yeah, it was after his debut. Absolutely shy. Remember Bruno Cheru, the New Zidane? Yeah. Good player. Or Sean Dundee. <laughs> he was good, wasn't he? So, this one, I, did, I do quite like this one. Right. So, after it was reported that a certain former Rangers keeper had been diagnosed with a mild form of schizophrenia, the Ibrox faithful started singing, Two Andy Gorhams, there's only two Andy Gorhams. <laughs> the football fan. So nice. Well, they're renowned for their sensitive approach to mental illness, aren't they? This one, Sunderland, the Mattams, it's not. On the river where they used to build the boats, I can see you are alone, but are you lonely? It's not that one. Bring me a beer. (laughs) Yeah, I need this atmosphere to be Balearic. Hey, I know what I'm talking about. I've DJed pretty big crowds, okay? It's not that one, Craig. It's short, it's sweet, I like it. You've been hit back, you've been struck by Lee Cadamore. He's retired, I don't know. No, oh, is he gone, is he gone to play in there? Uh... He went to play for Pardew in Holland, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. And lasted about as long. Oh, no, it's Ledbitter who was uh, retired. Oh, Ledbitter's gone, has he? Yeah. Not a bad penalty taker. Um, only got a few more. Um, oh, Snoop, right? Nice wham one here. What are you doing, the Cockney accent, yeah? Wake me up. Yah, yah, Sonogo, you are better than a count from Togo. Obviously giving a bit of shit to uh, Adebayo, who uh, I do love that bit of footage where he runs the length of the field just to slide in front of him, and then it just poor, cuts poor, to the poor, entire poor. crowd. Emmanuel, Lobbing poor. stuff towards... I'll tell you what was poorer form, when his um, international team boss 
was shot it's up. Over. Yeah, was shot up, and then he turned up the next day wearing a necklace with an AK forty-seven on. That's probably poor reform, wasn't it? Um, this one, another bit of a cruel one. Um, to John Joe Shelby, right? Harry Potter, he's coming for you. Told Voldemort. Oh. I've seen a video of it. Turns round, gives a nice little wink, thumbs up. Obviously, whose thumbs Potter up fans. do you think it was better then? It's got to be Owen. <laughs> Mickey Owen. Yeah. And then the final one we've got, we're reserved for um, my uh, dear father David, who really loves this one so much that he does sort of like um, a freeform jazz version. Dunty Craig, you've heard him do it it's good. before. It's... Apparently, he was singing we tr- it. All... We tried to get him on to like, didn't we? Uh, yeah, that won't go happen. But he was singing this apparently the entire time um, I was doing the Great North Run because our lovely mutual friend Jason was telling me he, he wouldn't stop doing it. I don't know if it's because we were doing the Great North Run. And it was well, involved in together, didn't we? Yeah. So this this is how it goes from Davo. Good old Adam Johnson, high hat. He's been done for nothing. He's a Peter Fire. What a Peter Fire. <laughs> I, I like how he gives him the sort of review at the end. What a pedophile, hey? Come on. Well, that's it, isn't it? Craig for episode five of It's Our Year podcast. Really enjoyed it. I, I enjoy them all, but I think it's been a great Succinct. show. Succinct. It's been it's compact. Good. It's been a good show. Like the recorded chant. Audio, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, next week we'll be discussing, and hopefully this will be quite a popular topic and we'll have people getting in touch with us, favourite players signed, hidden gems, champ man. Yeah? Absolutely, yeah. You got, got one, Craigo? I got... Kennedy Barcio Blue from Hammerby. To be fair, Freddie Adu were class. He was. He always yeah. could get in. Quite a sad story in real life, mm. isn't it, really? Cheno Samba. Again, a very sad story. Didn't mm. surpass the, the quality that he had on, on Champ Man. Uh, also, we'll be having a discussion about how the City have performed Shrubbing. in Europe. Yeah, we're not doing very well in the league. Well, we've done in Europe against Legia Warsaw. But we just found out, haven't we, Craig, that uh, Kalechi, Ian Acho, that the stands are demanding that he start. Not got through passport control in Poland. Um, not a shocker for Kalecci. I assume it, it. I mean, typically you'd think it would be the club's fault. There's got to be some fault from Kalecci. He's not the smartest, is he? Um, <laughs> Marvellous attempt at a, a Leicester accent. Obviously, Wednesday at home against Oxford, so hopefully we can Big get, game. Every game's big. It's that pressure. But Do you think Baz will be back in? It's going to be tough, isn't it? Uh, to change your winning team. But with Pato? For me, yeah. At home. Yeah. Locking those passes, unlocking those passes, yeah, he's got to come back in for Baz Bannon back best in for play, Best player in the team, so. Okay. Well, lovely stuff. Thank you very much, guys. All right, me, ooh,